player. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. I decided to, you know, just play it down a little bit today. You did. Yeah. It was real mellow, man. Yeah, I feel like some jazz needs to be going on in the background. Oh, that'd be nice. It was like a news report caster for me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Ooh, very yeah, Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> all of that aside. It's got to be, the, it's the beard, I think. It, it is the beard's getting really. more mellow, yeah. It's the grey in the beard that's uh, making me more mellow. But uh, I thought this week's episode, we're going to touch on a few topics that uh, relate back to things that we've talked about in the past and see how they've come full circle. In particular, Warzone is going to be a very interesting topic. We're going to, of course, always talk about the multitude of things that I seem to keep buying myself. <laughs> Am I feeling a hole in my life? Who knows? And <laughs> and finally, and definitely not least, we're going to talk about the state of uh, gaming at the moment from free games through to um, paying to make sure that somebody else doesn't make your game look like it's free. Um, these and all these other fun topics to be brought to you in this week's episode of Versus Player starting in five seconds. No, I lied. We're going to start right now. Yeah, right so, after our sponsor. <laughs> Who is our sponsor? The big question. Uh, one day, one day. You know what? I'm not adverse to Cadbury sponsoring us because free chocolate. But You've mentioned this before. Your sponsors are always either chocolate or like lolly related. Oh, just chocolate or, or games or toys. You know, I'm, a, I'm an equal opportunity employer. Got to be. Got to be in these times. You do. So actually... Let's just switch tacks entirely. And I want to talk about a game that we named our game of the year for last year, and that was Call of Duty Warzone. And how that changed quite dramatically for us over the last few months. So, yeah, go go ahead, Jess. I I just don't know. I don't know what happened. Like, I I don't think it's bad or anything. I think that um, for me, just quickly, season two hit. um, It didn't look particularly inspired. No. Um, and I maybe we burnt out, or maybe there was just too much good stuff on Game Pass, or maybe I don't know what it was. But um, yeah, I don't know. We kind of just slowly like stop. I don't know, well, Joe. Why, why do you think we stopped? Joe's got an idea. Yeah, I I I, li- I loved the zombies that they brought into it. That yeah. made it like a bit of a PVE kind of you know element to it. But it was that just I I the frustration of getting killed repeatedly by that. Black costumed person, and oh, right. I, probably, I probably die as much, you know, with that character in the game. But it's just the idea that somebody has a kind of advantage over you because of the costume that they have, because they got it through what was it, the battle pass? Yeah, so they had the, essentially a paid, you know, paid not to win, but the fact like everybody's wearing that when we're playing, right? Yeah, and and I don't know, maybe that that kind of contributed to it. Also. I think we've realized we're probably we're never going to win a game of actual Warzone. The frustration in that as well. Uh, we've tried so hard. We, we, we're masters of um, plunder. plunder. Yeah, we're all over that. We, we win every second or third game. But when it comes to actual, you know, Battle Royale in the Warzone, yeah, we're just no, no luck, no source. Well, it, it's funny because we've, we've started playing Fortnite thanks to Little Batman. Yep. Or at least... I started playing Fortnite. You jumped in once or twice, and then you all disappeared again. And unfortunately, all their their cool, funky skins have got my attention because it just feels like buying action figures. 
yeah. embarrassingly as that is. But Jace is right. Like I found the battle pass to be really uninspired for season two. A lot of the characters didn't appeal to me at all. Um, and it's funny, I like sci-fi military. And a lot of this was more... I don't know. I felt like I took a turn down uh, 90s alternative rock for a second. You know, everybody looks a little bit depressed and probably had a drug problem of some sort. Um, but what I do find interesting, and the reason that I brought up Warzone again, not just because we named it our game of the year and then abruptly stopped playing it, is that a lot of the things that had been promised or rumoured to be coming actually hit in the last week. So we're, okay. we're coming to the end of season two, apparently, and I haven't played it yet. And this is just stuff, emails that I've gotten from Activision uh, through the Call of Duty app, which I installed on my phone ages ago and then just choose to neglect. But um, it turns out the nuke went off in Verdansk. Verdansk is no more. Wait, so it's already happened? Yeah. So that 25 gig update that Joe's waiting on is Verdansk disappearing? Apparently. Um, and this is the thing, I haven't gone into it and I haven't read a lot on it, but I do know that the zombies continued on. I know Joe was trying to get us all into a game of zombies in one of our favourite places on Verdansk's map, which was the Superstore, and we missed that. And then it went, I think it went to the TV station and it moved all around the maps. The zombies were infecting everywhere. Apparently, one of the last things that happened uh, maybe a week ago was if you jumped into a game, zombies were basically overrunning the map. And if you died, you became a zombie. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there was a game mode back in Halloween that actually let was, you play yeah. that. Yeah. And that was it, was, awesome. it was kind of that mode, but expanded to the entire city. And then the nuke went off because they, the zombies had overrun the entire map. So apparently what's happening right now, and this is where hopefully after we get this update, we can maybe take a look and have some fun. Absolutely. Is that uh, Verdansk has been nuked and Rebirth Island is currently the fallback position and there's some battles going on there. Um, but where this leads to next is the interesting thing. Is this Call of Duty, Activision and you know Treyarch and in what's left of Infinity Ward? Um, Raven. Hail Mary, yeah, Raven as well. Is this their Hail Mary pass to bring us all back? I don't know. There's been a lot of cheating going seems, on. You know. It seems odd to me if you're telling me that if I log in right now, I have to go to Rebirth Island, which is a tiny map. If you're telling me I can't go into Vidansk anymore right now, that's very strange to me. I don't know either. But that's And, and what does a 25 gig update bring? It should bring, I mean, I'm sure it could be overriding existing yeah. content, but you would imagine that it would bring something substantial. You'd think um, so. I imagine that you would lose players as well. Yeah, there's a story playing out, and I think they're pushing for that uh, very similar to Fortnite's, where they you know end the world at the end of every season, or you know really change up the world. So like the the, the current season, they changed the center of the the map and had wild overgrowth, and animals suddenly appeared that you could hunt or tame and things like that. So I we'll wait and see. There's been rumors for a long time of another map, and it looks like this might actually be it, but. Um... From, from a story perspective, it's interesting to me because I always thought Zombies was like this alternate reality version of what was going on in the COD world. It was yeah. part of Black Ops. It's fun. It's cool, but it's not canon. And it seems as though, like the original story for for Vedansk was like Ghost going, you know, there's something going on in Vedansk, and, and that was it. Yeah. And then you'd find these little snippets of things that didn't really reveal anything. And then they've just been like, eh, people like Zombies. People like Nukes. <laughs> let's, do, let's do something with Zombies. And it's cool. I think it's awesome, but it almost feels like yeah. it's canon. Like zombies are actually just part of the Call of Duty universe. Of what's what started out as 
very a very realistic, almost mill sim type yeah. shooter. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. Uh, you're right. It's it's kind of like the ultimate playground where it's an alternate reality. They can take whatever element of which Call of Duty they're playing with at the time and and make some sort of weird hybrid story out of it. And I like that stuff. I've always have. I mean, Marvel Comics have always done their What If series. And I've always enjoyed that. In fact, I picked up an old issue recently to just quickly dive into the things I've purchased. A 1981 issue of What If, What If Captain America Became President of the United States. <laughs> and what um, happens, Jono? What, what if that happened? Uh, he died. But, oh, okay. um, <laughs> I mean, you know, stuff happened. He went to some... <laughs> South- Stress of the job or...? No, he, some South American country was threatening to um, overthrow itself and all sorts of dramas and a war was going to break out from there. So he went down there to find out what was going on. Of course, the Red Skull was behind it all and some massive um, space laser disintegrated the both of them and all that was left was his shield. So there's wow. the short version. Yeah. Yeah. Captain America dies. Um, but yeah, so I've always liked alternate realities. I think it's a nice way to reboot a continuity or explore ideas and try different things. And a lot of the fiction that I read has done that on multiple yep. occasions and to great effect. So maybe this is Call of Duty's moment is, to do that. It could also be not. Is the season done though? Was that the end of the season? I don't think the season's done yet. And I think that's, that's why so we have so bizarre. It's like a mid-season cliffhanger thing. And it's so weird, like, because technically this is season two, two, right? Like, Call of Duty or whatever it was, the other one was. What was, the, what was it called? Call of Duty Modern was Warfare? Call of, yeah, Modern Warfare now. It's Call of Duty. Modern Warfare, but technically it's Modern Warfare 2, but not Modern Warfare 2. It's like Modern Warfare remake, kind yes. of. Yes. Oh, no. Actually, it's an all, it's a retelling of the original Modern original Warfare story, story. Yeah, which is completely different. Yeah. Whatever, right? And then, so that happened, and then there was a season two, but it was, which was that, and then there was a season yep. two that was the Black Ops season two. I don't know what's yep. going on, man. So Black um, Ops has reset the seasons, yeah. It's yeah. so funny to me hearing you guys talk about Call of Duty Warzone, like about the story of it. Like, I, I, I couldn't care less, nor would I ever have thought that this game has some sort of story. I know there's cutscenes when you go into each new season, which are always cool. Um, and I just kind of, like you said, I just take it as here's a little video showing some of the new abilities, new places, new weapons, new character skins, rather than it being part of the story. But I guess, like you said, Jono, I think a lot of this is chasing Fortnite. Like Fortnite's just done a, or about to release a Batman comic where Batman's explaining, like Batman's in the Fortnite universe and it kind of explains why Fortnite is where it is at the moment sort of thing. Oh, so wow. like, yeah. they're really going hard with these stories in these, you know, yeah. persistent, like online, not persistent, but online multiplayer games. Um, and I don't know, I just kind of go in to have fun and play with you guys. You know, I look- it, it's, sorry, you go. There you go. It's it's funny, right? Like, um, I mean, I know action figures are still a thing, but I don't feel like action figures are the same as what they were when I was growing up. No. Yep. And, and you know, they, they do re-releases of G.I. Joe and stuff, but I also don't feel like a lot of kids grow up knowing what G.I. Joe is. It's almost like these re-releases are for us adults. They are totally. Um, and, and so I also don't think comic books are as prevalent as they were. I don't think that little Batman is going to, unless without your, your help, Joe, go into a, a comic book store. I don't, I don't imagine that kids in school are all holding on to comic books. Um, they might be reading them digitally on some sort of yeah. iPad or iPhone or otherwise, but, but it's not a thing like that anymore. So you've got Fortnite, which fills the gap of both mediums in a way. It's, it's kind of got this wacky comic book-esque storyline that yeah. goes all over the shop and mixes genres and mixes, you know, people from one medium yeah. to another. 
Um, and, you know, I was, I was speaking to Little Batman the other day and he's just like, oh, I really want to watch Predator and I really, really want to watch Terminator. I really, really want to watch Alien. And those are all incredibly violent films. And really? He, he said I'm, that? He did. And I know, I know that I personally feel as though Little Batman is mature enough to watch those things. But at yeah. the same point, ratings exist for a reason, right? I'm yeah, also yeah. not his dad, um, <laughs> luck, luckily. So, like, it's... Like, but that's, but that's the power of Fortnite, right? With those characters being in there. Exactly. But like, yep. so he's getting, he's getting a taste of the comic book. He's got a taste of the action figure, but in this digital medium. And he's learning yeah. about what was, what like comics and things like that, that we were into when we were growing up. And I think that maybe it's the, it's the link that's necessary to get his generation mixed with our generation, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and yeah, totally. About- like in, that's just money from both ends for 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 Epic, you know. In terms of, is it about? Is it, do you feel like it's about money for them? I, I almost I, there was a long time where I was like, it's hundred percent a cash grab. But do you think yeah. it's about that, or do you think I that think, there's more to it? I think now, I think it's other people wanting some of that Epic money. Like I think yeah. they're, they're getting bombarded. I would imagine. Yeah. I ever, like we we should go ahead and say let's put some versus player skins. In Fortnite, like there was that Aussie. Um, did you see that one? The tradie skin that was recently done. But there's some Aussie no. streamer. So there's some streamer, Australian streamer. I've got no idea who it is, but I think it was like a homage to his old job and his brother, who's still a tradie. And there's this guy, and he gets like a you know a, a skin he kind of leans on, and he's got the full you know yeah. um, vest on, and yeah, it looked it looked really cool. Um, I think it's just everybody wants to kind of get on that and get some of that money and get that exposure. Like he, my, my son wouldn't know about these, you know, franchises and things necessarily if it wasn't for Fortnite. And, mm. you know, the fact that they're doing a Batman comic in Fortnite, I love the idea of that, but I, I, I'm sure they're not going to be having, you know, Marvel characters in that comic and, you know, Lara Croft, that they might get a couple, but it's not going to, they're surely not going to get free reign. But in Fortnite, they can get free reign with all these characters they've got kind of access to, which is really yeah. cool. But yeah, yeah. I, I, it's funny though, kind of say really quickly, you were saying about kids not reading comics. Well, I just got my son to read through the Star Wars tales, all of like there's eight of them, oh, yeah. which is the Star Wars what if comic. So there's a bit yeah. of, you know, going back between the both there. Yeah. Anyway. That's really cool. Hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. I, I don't think any of them have nailed story very well. Like, I, I do find that I'm interested in the story in, uh, I guess, a meta sense and a, in a greater sense. I don't go out of my way to, like, even in Fortnite, there's there's a story to the whole uh, season right now that's playing through it. And if you're doing the um, all the little quests, then you get exposed to the story as you go through. But I can't say that I go out of my way to, to read it or I skip through it very quickly and I just sort of skim read it, but I still get the general sense. Yeah. I'm waiting for a story in a game like this that makes me want to come back and keep playing it. I just don't know what that method looks like and I don't think anyone's nailed it. Because I look at like Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which I thought I was going to love, and I every time I try and play it, I just go, nah, too much going on and not enough to keep me interested. It, it's funny, right? You've got a lot of these games now that are almost like games as a service or that's, that's what they want to end up being. The Tom Clancy yeah. games are a great example of that. And I think to a degree, the game that we played recently, Outriders, is a little bit like that as well. Yeah. There's a combination of things going on with Outriders that makes me not care about the story whatsoever. One, yeah. I don't have time to care about the story. Yep. Two, I make the assumption that this is just a generic loot shooter that is set in this post-apocalyptic-esque world with characters that are trying to be badass. Yep. Um, and to be honest with you, the cutscenes in Outriders probably deserve more of our attention because there were some very funny scenes. 
But we you know all three of us are jumping into it and we're all mashing B to, to skip it um, because we're just like, what's the point? And I, I just feel like that's happening more and more. I'm just making the assumption that they don't really have an interesting story to tell. I've seen it all before. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, I love games, like stories in video games. When I play a game on my own, generally it is for that reason because I want to yeah. experience the gameplay, but I want to play a really great story. It's why I love the third-person kind of genre on, like that, you know, particularly those the PlayStation-esque games that we've had for a long time. They're all those third-person kind of, you know, brooding stories and whatnot. But with Outriders, it was so telling. It was hilarious. There was one part of the game, because um, I went into it thinking, all right, I'm – interested in this story. I, I did a bit of, you know, looking into it beforehand. And um, there was one part at the beginning of the game, there's, I'm gonna spoil a little bit of it, too bad. Um, it's not a big deal. But you kind of do that time jump where, you, where your character was frozen, whatever, you wake up. And then there was, you went through this tunnel and there were bodies just hanging. And it was like, it reminded me a lot of Mad Max. And yeah. I said to Jace, oh, what did you think of that part? And you're like, oh, I didn't notice, I skipped it. And then because you'd already done it. And then Jono was a little bit behind Jason when we were playing it. And I said, oh, Jono, you've got this really cool part coming up. And then you got to where we were up to and you're like, oh, I didn't even notice that. That wasn't a cutscene. That was like, you had to play that part of the game. Obviously, we, the three of us, we approach this, you know, very <laughs> differently. Like we're all chatting at the same time. But I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like this is really, you know, atmospheric. It's, it's quite dark. And I, I was like, oh, this is gruesome. And both of you, you just didn't even notice that part. And it might have gone on for only, you know, 20 or 30 seconds. Yeah. But, you know, it just kind of goes to show, like, when I play Warzone, yeah, my brain is switched off. Like, it's like Rocket League. I just want to have some gameplay experience and mm. do some co-op and, you know, play but some The story for Rocket League is incredible, Joe. Unbelievable. That matchbox, that uh, match car stage is the best one. Whether they yeah, and, the, group, and the group. ball. Ball's ball. <laughs> the explosions. I'm really confused. <laughs> the lore is deep. It's, it's, some would it's say it's deep. deeper than Halo's lore, to be quite honest. There's a lot going oh, on in Rocket League. Oh, yeah, it's pretty deep, John. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, trust me. Even I'm burnt out on Halo's lore at the moment. I'm, I'm hoping that Infinite brings me back into the fold, but right now it's a little bit tough. And can, I, can I just yeah. say, sorry, Jono, very quickly, I'm going to forget this. Jono and I jumped into Halo the other day, uh, Master Chief Collection. And we, I don't know what mode we did. It was a lot of fun. And I was just was. like, I'm like, why can't I run? He's like, you can't run in this one. And he's just like, this one, this one, the running is an ability. It's not a, anyway. But I would like ask John, I'm like, who's that guy? And John would just tell me who this guy was. And like some of this stuff I'd heard from our, our um, Halo podcast, our Halo special. But, you know, that was quite a long time ago too. But like every single Halo that we jumped into, he knew what the Halo was. And like, I had no idea. I just knew that it was a version of Halo. But he could tell based on like the way that you moved, whether or not you could run or couldn't run. And like even from a story perspective, he's just like, you know, oh no, these guys are, you know, from I can't remember what they were, the people who came before. Well they start starts with P. Um the, oh, the, the, you mean the forerunners, the precursors. Prometheans, the Prometheans. Uh, Prometheans, yeah. Precursors, yeah. Whatever, man. All, but it was just so funny going into this. And I just got this like Halo history lesson just by going into the game. And I don't I don't get that a lot with other games. You know, it's it's um yeah, Halo is one of those shooters that actually has a deep and interesting story. They managed to pull it off, unlike yeah. other games. Jace, weren't you saying because you've been playing a bit quite a bit of Destiny 2 with my son, and mm. you said to me something hilarious, and you can jump in if you want to go and say the story. Um, but you were saying that. He was trying to kind of 
Like, is he playing a lot? And Jason, how many hours of Destiny 2 have you played? Are you, do you it's, care to say? In, I'm, I'm, I'm heading into four digits, I reckon. Nice. Whoa. So anyway, my son is there, like you were saying, he's there trying to tell you about the story. And you're like, man, don't keep telling me, like, you're going to say this to him. And you were just kind of, you know, having yeah. a laugh. But you're like, I don't need that kid explaining to me about this game I've spent hundreds of hours in. But then you were like, Oh damn! Like he is actually telling me things about the story. I he got know. through. He got through the three <laughs> campaigns in record time. Now I appreciate that he doesn't have a full time job and a kid strapped to him, but still record time, right? Yeah. And he was just like, like I listened to him when he's talking. He's like, "Did you know this happens?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, I know this happens." But you know, I'm being polite, and I'm just like, "Oh, that's really interesting. That's really cool." But then he starts telling me stuff I didn't know, and I'm like, "That doesn't sound right." And I like look it up, and he's right, and it really bothered me. <laughs> Kid, first he snipes me repeatedly in Halo, making me feel bad about myself. Now he's schooling me on Destiny 2 lore. I've had enough, to be quite honest. He's going to listen to this one. Yeah, that's yep. good. Yeah, you can just see the tears now. It's going to be fantastic. Yep. I don't know if there'll be tears of joy or tears of, of oh, joy. They should definitely be joy and pride. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Johnny, you were going to say something before I was talking about Halo. Oh, the Halo stuff, actually, while you were talking about it, was it's funny because. I remember exactly that game and how we're playing it. And so much of that is just hard burned into my brain that I don't even have to think about it. It's just like you ask a question, it's like, oh, yeah, we're doing it because it's this. Yep. <laughs> I just, it, does, it doesn't even, it's not even a conscious thought. It just streams out my mouth. Yeah. So, yeah, There's something like that for all of us. For me, it's old song lyrics. For Jono, it's Halo. For Jace, it's like anything to do with computers, man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Uh, Halo and Transformers. I can. Yeah. Tell you the history of the Transformers back to front. I can I name have, most of them. I have something to tell you about Transformers, and I don't know if you sent it to me. So if you did, I'm sorry. I there was somebody on Instagram who said it was like, show me something cool that you have in your house. And she had a Transformer, and it was two pieces of Transformers, and they connected via magnets. She released them, and they connected and transformed automatically. Have you ever seen that? Isn't that buckle magnets. gun? Isn't that that buckle gun thing? Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. I think Didn't she that... described it as being a transformer. Okay. Although buckle gun could be confused as transformers. I could see you know, that. What, what is that? Where you threw it on the ground and it, like, yeah. it just sprung open. And I'm it's, pretty sure that was magic. It looked like an old toy though. That it Ooh. like two. So, uh, anyway, I have to find out for you. Funnily enough, buckle gun toys. They they kind of like the best way I can describe it from what I've seen because I've not looked into them too hard. Is it's a mix as if you took Pokemon and yes. mixed it with Transformers. And ended up with okay. these toys that changed into robots, but they were they looked like Pokemon creatures. And that's sometimes kind of what was going cars. on. It almost looked yeah. like it turned into a horse or something. Um, yeah, yeah. Is that a relatively new thing? No, but that's um, old. Yeah, old, but still new as far as we're concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Showing your age. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Cool. It's not 30 years cool. old. I'm not interested. Uh, so, does that mean we're coming back to Warzone? Mm, you're the boss. Oh, I'm keen. I'm keen to play some Warzone. Wait a second. I don't think my partner realized she's got her noise cancelling headphones on. Thinks the music's not coming out of her computer. There we go. She's just realized. It. Here it goes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you could hear that through the, the mic. I did briefly. What was it? Out of interest. No, that's all right. Yeah, what were you watching him? Just playing some music. Just playing some music. It's probably Italian. She's probably did you, wishing she's did you guys Italy. watch watch the Mortal Kombat trailer? I have not yet. No, it's so, 
Sorry, uh, sorry, I apologize. John, did you watch the trailers? <laughs> Joe doesn't watch trailers. Um, I did so, watch the Fast and Furious one. Amazing. Anyway, go on. Cast so space. I, I like what Mortal Kombat did in this instance, where yeah. or what they did with this trailer, where and they've, they've briefly done it for the new Ghostbusters Afterlife film. They show a quick snip of the film. They don't show yep. the film and what you can piece it all together like the Fast and Furious trailer. You can yes. totally tell how the movie's <laughs> going to end, which I'm fine with. Um, <laughs> It's going to end with something awesome, so that's cool. Um, but Absolutely. with Mortal Kombat, they released the first like seven minutes of the movie. It actually mm. starts as like New Line Cinema or whatever, and they just showed you the first seven minutes oh, of the film. Oh wow! And I think that that's a really cool way of dealing with the trailer because you know you're going to watch seven minutes of the film. You know that it's not going to clearly, it's not going to ruin anything. You're not going to see mm. the end of it. Yeah. Five minutes, two minutes, whatever. You get a little scene. I think that's a cool way of handling trailers. You get a little taster to know what you're in for. Um, and it's interesting that they've chosen to do this, especially in a time where people aren't really going to the cinema anymore. Yeah. It did come out today, I believe. Okay. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really looking forward to, to watching Mortal Kombat, actually. It's been a long time since a, a video game movie's come out. Maybe we should use our uh, New South Wales government dine and uh, discover yeah. vouchers and go and watch it together. Yeah, yeah okay. for sure. Let's do I mean, yeah, done. Um, actually, I, you mentioned Ghostbusters Afterlife. So I think it was on mm. Instagram I saw pictures of little Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and I thought somebody had yep. just created them, you know, in some 3D modeling program. And then <laughs> I'm watching this video because I didn't – whoever cut this had cut out all the Paul Rudd stuff. So all they were showing were the, you know, the ah. mini um, Stay Puffs. And I'm watching it and thinking, okay, that's pretty cool. Mini Stay Puft Man running around. Awesome. And it's like, oh, my God, what are you doing to each other? No, don't yes. do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the barbecuing. But they're so happy about it. They, they love it. They that yeah. was what was disturbing about it. <laughs> it's such a cool little scene. That like I wasn't that keen on seeing it to be quite honest. Um, but oh, after I, that, I mean, I'll. Um, then again, yeah. it's Paul Rudd, man. I'll watch anything Paul Rudd. Yeah. It's like Ryan Reynolds. I'll watch anything he's into. Maybe that's why it's called Afterlife because Paul Rudd's in it, and he's 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 this guy's like ageless. Honestly, he's the he new Keanu Reeves. Man, he really is. He, he really does. Is. Yeah, if I can. If I can say that young looking for the rest of my life, I'm in. Did you did you ever see that movie? It was called like Wet Hot American Summer. It was like a really old, old film. No. And then they made a sequel. So there's heaps of famous people in it. Like Saturday yeah. Night Live people, whatever. It was very, very yeah. famous. And they made a sequel to this movie, but everyone's older. They brought everybody back. Like Bradley Cooper's in it. They brought everybody back. Oh, wow. So they were all very young. Then they became old, but they made it a prequel. So it was a prequel <laughs> with them as their older selves. And it was so good. Yeah, it's worth. It's a cult classic. Um, Wet hot American summer. It's good. Okay, done. We'll have to watch that. That's very cool. All right. So we talked about Warzone. We we've left that behind. We we got in a a short talk about Outriders. Poor old Outriders. We tried, but no, ain't gonna happen. Um, pile of shame. Is there anything on your pile of shame right now that you'd like to talk about? I, you know what? I'm going to talk about a pile of shame that uh, I, maybe it's not really a pile of shame, but a bit disappointment. And I haven't really played it a lot, but I bought it so excitedly. Yeah. So I told you guys probably like last year, my most anticipated game for this year was It Takes Two, that um, yep. the follow up to A Way Out and spiritual we, but, spiritual sequel. Yeah, so I bought it. Yeah. I'm like, yep, they've touted this game as uh, you know the first romantic comedy of video games and uh, something you can play. Well, maybe I read into it wrong, but I swear it was advertised like this is, you know, like a game for gamers and non-gamers alike. So after playing A Way Out... I think you wish that. 
I did. So, but like, but that's the thing, right? It's a, it's a follow up to a way out, and you've played a way out, Jace, right, all the way through. I have. I mean, to it's say a follow follow up, it could be misconstrued here a little bit. Well, a way out is a story about two criminals um, yes. who go on this redemption arc and whatever. Not really redemption arc, but anyway, it's about criminals. But this game isn't. It's like. It's just made no. by the same company, right? Yeah, it's just the gameplay that's similar. It's not yeah, similar. so like the, the, this whole kind of co-op, you know, experience. Yeah. And in a way out, the thing that I, I, you know, I guess made it work for my wife and I, is it, she, she's a very much a non-gamer, um, and that didn't have camera control. It Takes Two has camera control. And there's a lot of platforming just going between the parts where you co-op together. So, like, you'll just have to get from point A to point B, and both of you will do that, and you won't really work together. It's just completely split screen, and one person's doing their thing, and the other person has to do the same thing, but you're not okay. working together to do it. Those parts are, you know, tricky for her, and, yeah, we, we're kind of really down on it, and we haven't played it for, I don't know, oh. two weeks or so, so it's already becoming part of the pile of shame, and I promised you guys I'll lend it to you when we finished it. It looks like it's going to be quite a while into the future. <laughs> We're, we're having fun with it. The kids are enjoying us watching it. The story is really weird. Like, the characters are so unlikable. They're awful to each other. I don't know how this is. It, like, it looks like it's a story where you think they're going to make up. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to yeah. end in tragedy and sadness and then it's going to be happy that it's all over and go their separate ways. Um, but we haven't played too much of it. Uh, and, and some of the co-op parts uh, we're having fun with, and there's like mini games, which are a lot of fun. They're very simple um, and they're actually competitive. Um, but yeah, like I said, like the platforming for, for, for us, like if we were playing together as, you know, some people who have grown up with 3D controls, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. But yeah, this is kind of already on my pile of shame. I don't know. I, I've, I've, yeah, I kind of ruined your question, Jono, but it's just, no, no. I, I think That's it's going to be the pile of shame. Yeah. I it's funny, as you were mentioning just then about um, that you think the ending's not going to be as happy as you, you'd think. No. I was just thinking, how cool would it be if, like, midway through the game, you had a part where maybe you're swinging on a rope and the other person has to, like, leap over and grab your hand to get to the other side and a button prompt comes up that says, B to just let them go. And you just let them go. And then it oh. game over appears on screen and it's like, you know, happily, but, <laughs> but one of happily ever after. She, Look. not so much. One of the mechanic, one of the things about, one of the core things about the game is you die and you come back. But if you yep. both die, you've got to kind of go back a little bit and start again. But like there's elements to the story, like not in your gameplay, but actual cutscenes where the characters kill each other and they come back and they just do it as like a little joke. Like I'm like, I don't know. Is it, it's <laughs> funny. Like I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, it's like, oh, hilarious. You can't die. So I'm just going to kill you repeatedly. Um, Anyway, it's weird. I, I much prefer to way out at this point into the game. Hey, hey, Jace, if he actually lets us borrow it, maybe we should play together and see how um, how interestingly we can kill each other. It may be. And you know what? Like, if it's being touted as something that you play with, you know, a partner or a loved one or getting, you know, people who don't play games into games, it might be a different experience for you and I. Yeah. Like, you know, because, you know, we're not in a, you know, that kind of relationship. We're exactly. Not, we're, not, we're not married. So you know, it's you know, it it's might be uh, not not yet, but yeah, it might it might be an interesting yeah. way of you know of approaching it. Yeah. Well, it, it's just like a, a first podcast ever where we talked about that time in Splinter Cell. Yes, no cooperation. Where, um, yeah. No cooperation. Yeah, that was uh, fun times. Ah, uh, memories. 
memories. Um, Jace, pile of shame. Um, this is possibly a cop out. Um, and my pile of shame is um, every other video game that I'm not playing. And what I mean by that is that we now <laughs> live in a world where you have, again, access to Game Pass. And there are so many games being released all the time and games that I want to yep. play and games that I want to try. But I am very much stuck in this games um, as a service world, which was yeah. a lot Warzone. And then now more recently, um, Destiny. Destiny. I was just jumping between those two games. You know, it's like, you know, today you've got to complete X amount of bounties and move X amount of this and shoot X amount of that. And I got sucked into what I actually hate about video games and and why I don't enjoy games like um, massively multiplayer online games like mm. World of Warcraft. Um, but in saying that, that's what I do. I sit down because I know what I'm in for. I know what I have to do. And it's just, the, it follows the same routine that is my life. Um, and, <laughs> and you know what? That's kind of sad in a way. And interestingly mm. enough, I look at all these other games and I feel this guilt. I'm paying this subscription. And in, yeah. in, um, incidentally, Destiny 2 and all of its expansions are part of that subscription. It makes me feel a tiny bit better. But, you know, there is stuff coming out and I'm just not giving it enough of a go. And I, I, I really, really want to. And it briefly got to happen for me. I sunk in a stupid amount of hours into Subnautica. Um, you know, I was, I was updating yeah. you. You had your great moment with Subnautica um, last year. And oh, I, I finally it. got into it and I finally understood. And it was two mm. things for me. One, it's a fantastic game. and I had a really great yeah. time with it. But two, it took me out of that repetition. I yep. almost feel like I went on holiday with video games and video mm. games should be fun. And I feel like I went on this like mini vacation and got away from like the monotony that it is Destiny 2. Um, I love you, Destiny 2, but still. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it's, you know, I'm, I'm back in the real world now. But man, that, yeah, there's just, there's a lot there. And, um, and it's just so, <laughs> I just, I feel guilty for not using it. It's weird. It's just a service. I'm just paying 15 bucks a month for this thing or whatever yeah. it is. I don't even know how much it costs, but yeah, yeah fifteen ninety five. Yeah, great deal. Yeah. Oh, we are like we've spoken about this before. I feel the same, and I feel like I absolutely don't give games a chance anymore. Like if something's on the service or on Epic yeah. Game Store or on PlayStation Plus or the free PlayStation giveaways that they've done recently, I'll play it for five minutes, and if I don't enjoy it, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm I'm going to bounce from this. Um, imagine, yeah. imagine if you spent ninety dollars on no this way. game, though. You, no way. Like, yeah. Oh. Like I, I've done that with games where I bought them and then sold them and actually made money on them because I bought them from JB Hi-Fi Day One and someone on eBay is like, I'll spend $80 on it. And I'm like, why don't you just oh, go to JB? Damn. I don't get it. But anyway, thank you. There's no, there's uh, no JB where they live, maybe. Yeah, exactly right. What about uh, you, Jono? Um, good question. I, I've got a lot of games that I collected last year, retro games that have been sitting there because I haven't hooked up the console they belong to. So... There's at least 10 titles there that I haven't touched from uh, a couple of Wii titles, like um, that Capcom exclusive. What was it? Uh, Capcom versus uh, Tatsu. Oh, I've got that. It's amazing. I can't, I can't say yeah. it either. I can't pronounce it. It's, it's like um, G-Force and um, a couple of other uh, Lost Planet and stuff like that all mixed yeah. into this one big fighting game. So it's Marvel versus Capcom, but Capcom's just brought in someone else other than Marvel. Um so I got that and I haven't even touched it. That's amazing. Mega Drive games and Master System games that I brought last year, like uh, Fantasy Zone 1 and 2, I finally added back into my collection after losing them years ago. And um, a couple of Mega Drive games. But one that really got me thinking the other day was I was walking through Big W and 
they were clearing out hyper old Xbox One games. And I don't tend to buy them digitally anymore because, well, Game Pass and everything else. But they had a copy of Moving Out, which I don't know if you played it, but it was an Australian game that's kind of along the lines of, um, Overcooked? I guess, Overcooked, yeah, but on Game Pass. Moving. It is on Game it, Pass. It's on Game Pass, though, Jono. Don't worry about it. And there's my point. So, Big W had it on sale, and I thought to myself, you know, I actually do like this game and I want to spend some time with it. I just, I don't know when I'll get back to it. And then I saw it was leaving Game Pass and saw the Big W had for 10 bucks. So I now own a physical copy of it. Nice. Which is just weird. Because I don't own physical copies of many things. I also picked up, there was a Transformers game released last year that was based on all the, um, there's a toy line they have. Oh, it was based on an old toy line that's really aimed at kids or like a current toy line called Cyberverse. But it plays like XCOM. So Ooh. it's called Transformers How do these games get made? Like I'm, I Don't I mean this. I'm about to say something that's going to cut you deep. No, but no, I didn't no. know Transformers was a thing anymore. Truth be told, I thought that Transformers was a thing that of the days of yore when we were, you know, the '90s and the '80s and stuff like that. I'm so sorry. I, I genuinely thought that Michael Bay, and, man. Huh? Michael Bay. Did he make Transformers popular again? Is it like yeah, I know? I think so. Dude, all right, yeah. hold on a Bring second. So, so when Shire, the day Shire out the booth. The day that I Enough. met Jono was the day that we saw the Transformers. It was. Sorry, sorry, baby. With Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. And um, great, great film. And so I apologize, but like that was also a long time ago, Jono. It was. That was 2007. I'm just surprised that, that Transformers like, they're is making totally Transformers XCOM games as well. <laughs> yeah. And, and sorry, both. and G.I. Joe games too. Okay. The G.I. Joe game was rubbish. And I'm not holding my breath on this one, but it was 30 bucks. So I'll give it a go. Right. Um, yeah, but no, Transformers is still a huge thing. I mean, the fact that people are paying, what is it? Eight was, we're paying $800 for a, uh, Hasbro Haslab Unicron. That's, you know, big enough that it could kill a small child. Um, is yeah. that for children though? No, <laughs> but, okay. but Transformers, we know Transformers isn't that big yet. Cause it's not in Fortnite. Once it's in Fortnite, it's made it. It's all, it's, it's all over. Jono. When, you, when you can buy the Optimus Prime skin, for that Fortnite truck, Jono's like you know, all over it. Oh, totally. You know who's going to get it? I know who's going to get Transformers. So they're already moving it. You know who it is, don't you? Say it, Jono. Who? Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I thought I saw the look on your face like you either knew or you You're just talking I Transformers. Was... I didn't have to process it. Sorry. Right. If anybody was going to do it, it would be Apex Legends. They're already moving into the oh. Titanfall stuff. I feel like ready for Titanfall, Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime ready to drop. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I reinstalled Titan. I reinstalled uh, Apex Legends the other day. Okay. For some weird reason. Like, it's not like I'm, kind of, to play I'm kind it. of thinking about doing the same thing just to see what's going on. All right. I will too. <laughs> I'm keen. I love Yay. it. <laughs> um, so, I think if there's one thing you take away from today's podcast, Jay's Transformers is totally still a thing. <laughs> and it's not just because I talk about it, it still exists. Okay. It's definitely bigger than G.I. Joe. Let's be honest. G.I. Joe, I, it's a very, very niche market. Maybe I need to visit like a toy store or something. Because the last time I, I only ever go to Meyer in the city and it's usually to pick up gifts for Joe's kids. And like all <laughs> yeah. I ever see there is Lego, Lego, yep. Lego, Legos, Minecraft huge. Lego. Yes. And then some sort of thing for girls, which is like a shop thing. And that's about it. If you looked, if you looked behind the Lego... You would have seen the small section of Transformers that's still a thing. Way in the back. Yeah, way in the back. Next to the okay. Marvel Legends. And there's a, there's a Lego 
Optimus Prime standing there to point you in that direction. Did you like know that I saw a, it's so inappropriate, there was a toy and it was Deadpool's head and it talks and it yes. says some outlandish stuff and it's in the it's in the kids section. It's nuts. It is in the kids section. I, yes, yes, yes. Anyway. That's also where I picked up that Captain America shield that I own. Right. Yeah. Marvel Can I ask Legends a question about Captain America shield? Yeah. Um, so I'm watching um, the Winter Sol- Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I feel like could have had a more yes. creative name. I don't know what it is. I'm not saying I know what it is, but WandaVision was a cool name, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier seems a bit generic. I it's want kind of dull. Yeah. Um, I was about to say something, but it would have sound like a rude word. Sorry, go on. I was okay. going to combine Falcon and Soldier, but anyway, go on. It doesn't um, work. So I thought that... I don't know what I thought Captain America's shield was, Part of me felt like he could only wield it like it was like Molnir or whatever its name is from, yeah. from Thor. Um, but apparently anybody can just throw the shield and it bounces around like a Frisbee and then you can catch it. Yeah. Is that how apparently. it works? Yeah. I guess okay. that's the best way to put it. I mean, So I can wield it. Yeah. I, I always thought that it required a little bit more strength to get it moving to get it to defy the laws of physics, but um, apparently, yeah, anyone can do it. I'm just totally waiting for, because this is a this is obviously an audio podcast, but we're on a video. I'm totally waiting for Jason just to pick up a shield and just show us that he went and bore one himself because he was so excited about it. Oh, that would have been great. I wish I had Sorry, one I didn't here. Like Captain America down shield. the garage at the moment, stored away. Birthday present, no Jason. Space. Able to get you. You no, I'm not worthy. You, you I'm not worthy, Joe. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, um, but Falcon the Winter Soldier, fantastic! It's so good. Uh, last episode this week. Uh, have you caught up yet, Joe? No, I'm still. I'm one episode behind now. Oh, so you're one uh, episode behind, which means you saw that episode, the big episode. Yes, with the big ending. Yes. In front of the I, I, I say we're allowed to talk about this. Everybody's seen it. Are we allowed to talk and about it? We are. Uh, yeah, we're talking about it. This is. This is your last opportunity, and bless you, M. Um, this is your last opportunity to uh, to get out if you don't want to be spoiled about Falcon episode and four? Soldier. Episode five, four, five. Which one are we talking about? I uh, haven't seen the latest one, so I can't chip into so that. Four. We're, we're going to be it? conscious of just to make sure, Joe. What scene are we talking about? The one in front of the fountain, where and this is a spoiler, where he gets the shield and basically decapitates somebody or doesn't leave his head, breaks his chest. Guy, nearly headless, Nick. I thought it was a, I no, thought I it was th- a neck. Yeah, I thought it was like. I thought he kept his chest in. Oh, whatever it was, it was bloody, and it was an awesome shot when he pulled that shield away, and it was just blood splattered. It was. I ugh. I said yeah. something to Jono, which I picked up on, where the guy that got done by the shield. Yes. He said, "Um, he goes, believe it or not, I used to look up to Captain America when I was younger oh, to the ooh. to the very yeah. very um generic flag smasher woman, and um I don't think she's interesting at all. But anyway, um. Ah. And she need to and be. then and then at the end he gets smashed and he's looking up at Captain America, um, yeah. being bashed mm. in with a with a shield. And how awful though! Like the 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 scene as well. When you watch that, everybody in the crowd is just standing there filming, and it, and it's on their on their four. Oh, yeah, no one's trying to stop him. <laughs> no, no one's going to be able to stop him, I guess. But like, it's, it's like it's just where society is. Like I don't know, man. I think I'd be running the opposite direction. Or going yeah. to get, you know, police or calling police on my phone or something. Um, but just the idea that everyone would just stand around and record it. It's it's that, it's unfortunately the world as well. That yeah. actor, Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell and Goldie Horn's son, for those yeah, I didn't realise that's who you told me. That's so um, cool. 
he's getting hate mail, man. People are like, this is not my Captain America, which is a testament to how well he's playing John Walker. It's yeah. not Captain America, obviously. It's, it's decidedly you know not. You know he's a comics-based Captain America? No, 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 but I mean, he's not Chris Evans' Captain America's replacement no. sort of thing. That's the kind of whole storyline of this. And Yeah, you know, it is. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's, I, I've enjoyed the show more than WandaVision overall because I didn't have those first few episodes, but I feel like yep. the WandaVision had much more interesting kind of twists and turns in it. Um, it's a very different show all, all, yeah. all the time. The, the money, man, though, like this is, I know that people say like, you know, you know, Game of Thrones last season didn't stuff, but I feel like I'm just watching a really long movie. Like yeah. the, I can't tell that opening scene in episode one with Falcon yeah. flying around. And to be honest mm. with you, um, it's really made Falcon a more interesting character. I found him quite yeah. generic. Um, he wasn't particularly interesting to me in, in the in the previous films, but he's, oh, I agree. you know, he's a lot he's a lot more interesting in this. Um, and they've, they've added, there's like a buddy cop kind of thing going on yeah. in this show. Um, but yeah, and like, man, I, I said to Jono as well, and I promise you I didn't know this. Like Z- Zemo was one of my favorite characters because he was, in Winter Soldier, he yeah. is very. I oh know. Was it Winter Soldier or Civil War? Uh, Civil War. Civil War. Sorry. In Civil War, obviously, the big thing about that movie is all of the Marvel characters beating each other up. You don't need a villain in that film, but mm. they had a villain that had no superpowers. Yeah. In fact, he's just somebody who hates superpowers. He thinks that they're, you know, it's not right. Mm. And he was cool. He was an interesting character. I thought the actor was really good, and I thought he was gone. And then they brought him back. And he's been even better in this. That. You know what? Props to Marvel for the one-hour Zemo dancing YouTube clip. That thing is absolutely priceless. the Zemo Have you cut. Seen that show? No, I haven't seen. I've I've heard of it. I've, I just assumed it was a loop like the Pikachu. It is. But Marvel Marvel have got their their meme hats on and they know what they're doing. Uh, and they uh, they, they actually they officially release this cut and they release it with additional footage because you only see Zemo dance for two seconds. He just goes yeah. And then that's it. But then oh, they, it's they, a shame this is an audio bridge. podcast. That was beautiful, Jace. That yeah, was beautiful. You. That was the exact re- recreation. Um, there, there, there was the interview with him, but apparently he said he just did it because it seemed like you know a bit of fun for the character, and he thought they were going to cut all the dancing scenes from the episode, and they ended up including it. So yeah, yeah. I hope I hope they keep him around. He's very cool. But TV yeah. CGI, you were saying how impressive it is, Jace. Like I'm watching. We just started watching. I think it's called Lois and Superman. This show on uh, we got access to somebody else's binge thing, which is their Foxtel. Oh yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. And do they watch- know you have access to it. Yeah, yeah, they do. Okay. Um, they, gave two- <laughs> they got three logins. They said and they gave one to us, which we really appreciate. I never would have watched this show, and the effects in it are awesome. And I'm really enjoying. It. We've watched two episodes, but there is a villain in this show, Jono. You would love it. You've got to look it up online. His costume. Is, is, is a mix between that the helmet is like the Doom Guy helmet and the armor he's wearing is like the Master Chief armor. Like, I'm telling you, you look at the back of this guy and it just looks like the Master Chief. And it's really cool. It's got like jetpack and the effects are cool, but the show is very interesting. What's the name of the character? Oh, if I tell you, it spoils the show. So I, I think you'd actually enjoy it, Johnny. Look it the show. I know what DC just is. Tell it is. Look it up. Just tell me who it is. It's Luthor, but it's not the Luthor you think it is. Oh, okay. I know yeah. this so wait, this show is called Lois and Superman. Or something like that. Lois Lane and Superman or something. Like, yeah. Isn't, wow. it, isn't it the Lois and Superman from um, the Arrowverse? I have no idea because I stopped watching Arrow because I didn't enjoy it. But um, in this, it, it's got... Um, I've not really watched it. They've, they've got 
kids, like grown kids, and it's it's, yeah. it's them then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, there's going to be a Flash movie, and they're bringing they're doing multiverse stuff. Multiverse yes. seems to be the yeah. new hotness. What's the go yeah. with that? It is. Yeah, Michael Keaton announced it first. Yeah, although with everything that's been happening with COVID, Michael Keaton might not be able to uh, do it. Which you know what really it is. sad because such a good opportunity. It's like the time loop, and now it's multiverse, and, and it's zombie. So th- there's going to be a multiverse time loop zombie movie, um, and yeah, it's going to be brilliant. Marvel's done that in the comics. He's the opportunity to do it again. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, I've got to give it hurts me, but I've got to give DC props on this one that they were talking about that multiverse and the Flash. I think before Spider Man and into the Spider Verse and all the rumors of what um, the new Doctor Strange movie and the new Spider Man movie will bring for multiverse type action. So they might have got there first, but Marvel will do better. They did into the Spider Verse that they have. Exactly. It's it's funny, right? I think that um, Marvel has made the comic book movie more mainstream. Obviously, yeah. it started with Iron Man, and it became. But you know, Marvel has always been. Um, it's had a different color palette. It's it, it yes. overall, it's just more colorful. It's more humorous. But you know, it's got some real humor moments, some real depth, and it's come such a long way. It's some of the most incredible storytelling I've ever seen, aside from you know aliens coming from even even just um, a simple little line that they had in um, in Falcon and Winter Soldier where. I can't remember it exactly. I'm going to butcher this, but Falcon was talking about it's either like something wizards or aliens. I think <laughs> is what he said. I, aliens, wizards, or oh, aliens, wizards, or something else. Oh, that's going to bug me now. Yeah. Well, that, it, anyway, that line, line yeah. alone, like that's such a wacky thing. The idea of Thanos and stuff is such a wacky thing. Um, and there's yeah. you know there's there's a lot of wacky Marvel characters that we just haven't seen Androids, yet. Aliens, Androids, or wizards. And wizards, and then they have that whole conversation about you know he's not a wizard, he's a whatever. Anyway, um, he's not wearing a hat. Yeah, he's not wearing a hat, and I like that because it's it's a very silly thing. It's it's you know it's something very fantasy esque, but they made it very very real. And yeah. sadly, I think for DC, they just it's just very dark and brooding, and it's not as accessible. Yeah. I think for the fans and for somebody like Joe who who watched the Snyder Cut, um, and you did as well, John. I haven't I managed did. to get through the eighty five hours that it is. Um, but move. like, but it's it, it is just darker, and and I know yeah. that my wife Jen, she just she can't sit down and watch it. She's just like it's not fun. Like yeah. it's not that it's bad. She didn't say it was bad. She's just like yeah. it's not fun. It's very serious, yeah. and Marvel can be very serious and very deep. Yeah. But oh, totally, it's also a lot of fun. Um, but, it, but it is kind of that. It's often like a mentality. Like people I work with don't play video games, and when I ever talk about video games, they're like, "Oh, that's." You know, isn't that for kids? And they're thinking about, you know, like 2D Mario and they're not thinking of, you know, The Last of Us or God of War and these kind of epic stories, but also, you know, weird things like Rocket League and whatever and it's everything in between. But um, it's same with comic book movies. I think sometimes you have that approach of, oh, it's got to be colourful. But how many comics have we read, Jono? Like, like the Watchmen comic is one of the best things I've ever read, like regardless mm. of comic or story or whatever, I put it up there you know, top five things ever. And, you know, that's decidedly not colourful or, you know, no. humorous well, or dark. dark. Yeah, but you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's, yeah, just kind of that's the medium and it's, it's, a, it's able to do that. And I think you're right there, Jace. like Marvel's tone is generally more, even when it is darker and the stories are a bit, like we just recently watched Doctor Strange, there's lots of, you know, kind of really 
serious scenes yeah. and that kind of car crash scene is very confronting and um and then what happens afterwards and his kind of spiral into depression through depression and everything but yeah it, it's very much peppered with you know appropriate humor and i think like what we saw with the um joss whedon justice league version of that movie was an abomination of just like yeah. not understanding tone and humor and they don't necessarily work well together in the same way sometimes like it, the snyder cut's got some good funny moments in it but it's funny moments like you have in real life and like i i've got to say like like I've, i don't think i've ever been to a funeral where i haven't had a laugh you know at multiple stages throughout the day yeah. really yeah. good laughs about it yeah. and you're exactly right and that's kind of part of the part of the process is about appreciating you know life and and, and what's going on and i think that movie, the, the Snyder Cut, I, I loved it. Like I've said that, and I can't wait to watch it again. Um, and I think they kind of got that balance of that real humour, whereas, yeah, I don't know. But I also get what Jen's saying completely, Jace. Like, I'm the same. Like, sometimes I just want to watch something ridiculous. Like, I'm watching One Punch Man Season 2, and I go in that just to have a laugh and, you know, yeah. I, 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 punch someone. I absolutely I, I agree with you there. I think just Marvel films just have that that actual balance between the two Marvel films aren't, they can be ridiculous in the right moments, but it just has that perfect balance that brings in people, you know, who aren't into video games and comic books into that world. Um, I think these Marvel movies have made a lot of indirectly, a lot of comic book fans, um, even though they'll never probably pick up a a copy of, you know, the Avengers, they'll, they'll certainly know. Apparently more than than you think. Um, And I don't think really. Yeah, apparently it's it's spiked comic book sales. Comic book market. sales are up yeah, again. Definitely. Oh, wow, that's really good. That's definitely definitely merchandise. Like, you go anywhere and yeah. you always see adults in, you know, Captain America, Spider-Man gear and whatnot. So it's many a, more these days. Yeah. There was, there was um, at work today, there was an older gentleman wearing a Fortnite t-shirt. That's the world and now. He, he would have been in his 60s, I reckon. Wow. That's and, cool. and I thought maybe there's going to be a kid nearby. No kidney black. Yeah. Yeah. So, I doubt he was playing it, but somehow he was wearing it. Ali's dad rocks an awesome Angry Birds t shirt every now and then. So, there nice. You go. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Well, I did want to end it on one last thing. So, there's a lot of free games seeing the market at the moment. If you're looking for a game that you want to play, regardless of the console, and we bang on about the best deal in gaming, which we love, which is Xbox Game Pass. But if you're not a Game Pass player, you're not an Xbox player, and you're somehow still listening to this podcast, <laughs> don't know how you got this far. Um, this is episode 81, by the way, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to definitely recommend a couple of things that I noticed. So on the PS4 at the moment, you can get Horizon Zero Dawn complete for free, gratis, for like, I think it's the next month. Um, it's part of their Play at Home initiative, which was... I mean, when you look at it, I think it's really aimed at probably Japan and America in terms of the fact that they're all still in lockdown. But um, how good's that? Yeah, something entertaining to play that you can sink quite a few hours into. And actually, there's a whole heap of other titles, including Jason I's current favorite, which is Subnautica, is also available free um, on PlayStation. But also, I know Joe, out of the three of us, is the only one that's really dived in there. But uh, Epic Games has got Alien Isolation, which is an Australian game, believe it or not. And another Australian game, which I'm really excited to play, is Hand of Fate 2. So Hand of Fate oh, 1, cool. it's, it's got like a hybrid card yeah. 
um, third person game. I got to the, I, I loved it, and I could never beat the final boss. Like that, that game just broke me because it was I the final even... boss, and I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. But um, I'm I'm really keen to play Hand of Fate too. I couldn't even get past the first boss. I think, but it was a great game. Definitely great game. addicted to that game. Um, so yeah, a lot of great free games out there on the, the market. Is there any that you've noticed, Jace, that we've missed? Because if there is, like, let me know. Um, not that I can think of, no. Um, I okay. I think maybe for another podcast, it might also be worth bringing up that baseball MLB 21 game yes. um, that's that's um, owned by Sony, but it got released on Game Pass, <laughs> but not on, on PlayStation. Yeah. That's a bigger yeah. topic um, and, you know, yeah. for, for another time. Um, well, I, th- I think it's the state of gaming and what that's doing, like how Sony's possibly setting themselves up to lose this round, but we'll talk about that in more detail. We will. Um, I will. I, I don't have anything for you. I will give you a fun tidbit about um, Alien Isolation. Apparently, yes. on the Xbox, if you had the Connect connected, yeah, um, that uh, if you made, if you had it connected and turned on, if you made noises in the real world, the alien would hear you <gasps> and hunt you down. So look that up. If you still got to connect somebody I out there, got a copy of Alien Isolation on Xbox. I'm pretty sure it's a thing. Is it on Game Pass? Don't know. Probably. It was yes. at one point. Yeah, it was at one point. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm sure I could find a cheap copy. Now I'm really tempted to try that out. Awesome. Well, hopefully on the next episode, although, wait a second, what month are we going into? It's April now, isn't it? We're going yeah. into May. So hopefully by the next episode, Jason and I would have had some time off uh, to sit down and play Subnautica Below Zero. That is totally not the reason that I'm taking the day off, Roy. It's not to play video games. Thank oh, you for giving me the day off. I'm getting new replicant tomorrow, hopefully. Oh, cool. I'd oh, love to hear about you, that as well. Yeah. Be cool. Blah, 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 blah. Silly name. Have you heard of the title of this game, Jono? It's like literally new replicant one point, and then there's like 10 decimal numbers afterwards. I've not seen the number. Okay, yeah, I'm ready to see it. It's probably in the game or something. It's like the uh, codec on the back of the Metal Gear Solid okay. case that you needed to get further into the game. Oh, exactly. Yes. Okay, <laughs> very cool. Either That's way. something they do. Awesome. This has been another episode of Versus Player. You can find us on our website, versusplayer.com, and where you get all good podcasts. Also, uh, when we can be bothered, you'll see us occasionally post some fun stuff on Instagram and the other social media platforms of our choosings, depending on how we're feeling. Thanks for hanging out with us again, and we'll talk to you soon. Versus Player. What the- what?